After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valini is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his, his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Till the end of time. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. After further review, Major League Baseball is back, and David and Frank Vashner are happy, aren't you, fellas? Well, let me just first say that that, them, that the owners and the union coming to an agreement is nothing short of a miracle after it seemed like that they were getting absolutely nowhere. There and then when I got the news uh, when I was at work yesterday, I was like... I can't believe what I just saw, but definitely happy nonetheless because we didn't, we don't, I was hope because I had a lot of vibes, as I mentioned, that it was feeling similar to when it was the 2004, 2005 NHL lockout that canceled the whole season. And, and I didn't want that to happen. Yeah. Cause so, cause almost basically hockey is just now, if you think about it, 17 years later, kind of you know rebounding from that i mean it took a fall i mean and hockey almost got forgotten about i mean you still don't know all the stars and everything but you know that back on espn you know that really severed that relationship losing a complete season with that tv deal so you know baseball knows it's teetering it used to be the national pastime but i think after that strike in 94 it started to veer more to other sports and it really would have crushed them if they went into a complete strike and lost a lot of the season. David, what do you think? No, I think like baseball has always every year a short window where people are either geared in to watching baseball or they're just going to forget about it. And I think this strike really cut out that window for a lot of people. Like opening day, it's like, okay, this is our first time. It was right before – People are really invested in the draft or the NFL. This is right before the playoffs. People are really invested in um, NBA playoff time. This is right before March Madness, so all the betting and gambling for college basketball. And kind of with this strike, like I'm not surprised that they that it ended. I think the owners had all, all the cards in their hand all at once. It was just a matter of when they would, you know, get their heads out of their rear ends and actually think about the interests of the players and, like, what the players wanted. And if we look at the actual terms of the deal, it's, like, it's not like they were, like, what they ultimately agreed upon was, like, that much, like, was that crazy. I just think now that the headlines for baseball have been, you know, 
oh my gosh, this is bad for the sport. All the changes, the rule changes, like we're changing, you know, at least a couple of years away, but we're going to have no defensive shifts, which that just means players don't know how to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have larger, like we're having larger bases, which is like, okay, they test that on minor league. It's not that big of a deal. Larger it's bases. Not big of a deal. Yeah, like they're they're increasing the size of the bases. I mean, this was something that, at least with that in the pitch count, like those make logical sense in terms of like the flow of the game. Right, but it's still like, gimmicky. It's minor, minor leagues, like, mm-hmm. okay, is it going to make that big of a difference? No, but it's like a small thing. Like, that's fine. Like, defensive shift, that's basically saying, okay, if you shoot with your left hand and you're riding in basketball, you get two points because you're not, you know, you, you're doing what's not done. It's like if a quarterback is not allowed to do a read option or defenses aren't allowed to play, you know, QB spy or certain kind of like cover two defense because the offense can't read that. Like that's what basically you're saying. Like you're dumbing down the game. I think that more than the lockout itself is kind of like what's going to lose fans because they're like you're messing with the integrity of the game. True. Well, da- well, David, if I, if I may, I, I'll harken back to when Derek and I had my baseball signer, Dan Jeffrey Sr. on last year, and he made mention about this in, in the shift, and he was more frustrated with the fact that guys tried to hit into the shift. And look, if I think any baseball player there would know that if somebody puts a shift on you, Lay a bunt down third base line because if there's nobody covering third base, you got a chance to get the third. And if somebody gets the ball, fields it, and you get out at first, then you just shake their head and say, nice play. Right. Yeah. And like there have been images of that. There have been clips. There was a viral clip when they were, you know, when the MLB shifting was trending on Twitter, where I think, I'm pretty sure it was a Cardinals game. Someone bunted and got a stand up double. Like, but also. The shift is designed because players nowadays, and I'm going to turn to like an old timer, don't know how to hit other than a certain direction. Like you can't spray the ball across the field. Like that's on the baseball players themselves. That's on hitting coaches. That's on players like getting to this level of professional baseball and not knowing how to hit to the opposite field. Like, like, like teams defenses shouldn't be punished because offenses. Like, offensive players have lost the fundamentals of hitting that you learn in middle school, high school travel ball. Like, again, I'm going to sound like an old geezer, but, like, I wasn't the best, but at least I could hit to the opposite side of the field every now and then. Like, that's all it takes, and you this is your job. Like, if your job requires you to do something, you know, that expands and enhances your ability to do your job better, like, why wouldn't you do it? This is obviously not the segment, but if you're Ben Simmons, just shoot the bleeping ball. Like, that's going to help your game. Seems like you're a little... You now have to prepare for it. David, you seem a little irritated by the... <laughs> I'm just saying. By the shift, yes. It's so small, but for like someone that like enjoys and plays the game... Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that, again, you learn young on. Like, okay, if they're lining this way, even in training, in practice, like, 
warm. Like, you can train yourself. You can learn to hit the other way. And it's like we're changing the game because players have lost the ability to adapt. That's why we're seeing all these rules that are designed to help pitchers or help hitters. Like, we're seeing these shifts. Because, like, no one has the full all-around game down packed. But, yeah. Like, the shifting just irked me for another level. I'm like, come on. I feel you. Yeah, a lot of people say that it, you know, that it, that's almost like, you know, I guess <laughs> it, it reminds me of, I don't know, you guys might be too young to remember this rock and jock baseball and basketball on MTV way back in the day. And they would just have these gimmicks where, you know, the basket would go up to 12 feet and, and, and a two pointer is worth three and a three pointer now is worth uh, a four. And then. At the fourth quarter, if you shoot at certain spots, you get a ten pointer. <laughs> just that's what it kind of started to sound like. Yeah, I mean that's like we're changing. Like at this point, you should basically say, okay, pitchers can pitch any breaking balls, anything off speed when they have two strikes. Like that's basically what you're saying because you're afraid that the pitchers are unable. They're unable to hit the ball for a third strike, and so they're going to strike out. You're basically saying, okay, if you get a walk, you automatically go to third. Like, at, at this point, you're just making a ridiculous rule. True. Like, the extra innings runner thing was already, like, people were like, eh, I guess it'll, this will speed up the game, but now you're taking it out because you have a runner in scoring position just because players hand, you know, get a hit in nine innings, now you're like, okay. Like, now we're... I hate to look like an old geezer, but you're messing with the pure out, like the purity of the game. Mm-hmm. And this is supposed to be America's pastime. We're trying to make this better for the young kids to keep playing America's pastime, but if it doesn't look like baseball, then what are we playing here? Well, David, we're... I know you're kind of sounding like the old man here, which <laughs> doesn't bother me because I actually agree with you on a lot of the stuff. What are your thoughts on the expanded playoffs? I'm really not that big of a fan of it because when they, they expanded, they say, oh, well, it's going to bring more money in. Well, problem is TV ratings. You're already seeing decline TV ratings because the MLB doesn't market their stars. And I think you're probably going to see kind of the same deal with these expanded playoffs because nobody's going to want to see hey, somebody get a play for the right to get waxed by a one seed. And you're given in the top seed in each league an ex- a lot of extra time off, which I don't think is good for baseball. But what do you think? Well, it goes back to that when we had the, the- the 2020, like, pandemic season obviously is an outlier. Right. But thinking in in that season when the Marlins made the playoffs, like, no one in Miami is thinking about playoff baseball. No. Like, for ratings, for anything. And so if you had the choice, you could watch the Miami Marlins in a playoff game, whether they deserve to be there or not, or you can watch the Miami Dolphins on Thursday night football. I'm sitting down and watching the Marlins, uh, the, the, the Dolphins. I'm not thinking about baseball if I'm in South Florida. Like, like I think baseball tries to like is trying to recapture October from football. And honestly, I'd rather watch 
previewing up to the start of the basketball season by the time we get to October because at least that's going to be more entertaining for me. Mm-hmm. Like, they're trying to capture the magic of the postseason. They're trying to recapture October when you've already lost it. It's like you're like baseball is a pawn on a proverbial chessboard. The NFL has two queens, and you're trying to make it to the other side of the board. Like, you're not going to win this. And, like, for me, baseball just doesn't have, like, you can expand the playoffs. At this point, like, have 60, have eight each. Have 12. Like, like have, like, a little play-in tournament like the NBA does. Like, just because you put more teams in it doesn't mean it's going to help. I mean, the NFL, the NFL can do it, but that's because everyone likes watching the NFL. True. And they know that they're going to get the ratings because in January, it's either that or basketball. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't agree with adding. It, it, I think that does well. I think the one unique thing about baseball, and I understand that they're trying to, you know, keep fans interested at the end of September and going into October, or some heck, maybe the end of August, because there's some teams that are out of the playoff race by end of October. So, I mean, end of August. So a lot of times people just say, eh, whatever, they're going to have call-ups, this team's probably tanking, whatever. So I understand that. But I would say before all this expansion and the wild card game and the divisional play, baseball was probably at the time one of the hardest sports to get into the playoffs. A long, grueling season. And I don't know if you guys, you probably are a little too young where there was only two divisions way back in the day, AL East, AL West, NL East, NL West. And those two top teams ended up getting to getting to the pennant, trying to win a pennant. They won your division. Those were the, the, the championship series. Um, then after the strike, you know, then they started adding more of the, the, the wild card or the divisional games, I believe. So that was pretty cool. But I think now it is kind of getting a little overboard where you, you, you're starting to put in too many teams and, it, it, you're right. It, it's kind of it kind of sucks. It's like it it sounds like a like you know ever in life there's a good idea, but it's not a good idea. And I think this is one of those situations where this won't amount to anything. Nobody's going to care about teams that are barely getting in the playoffs. If there's 12 teams getting in. You know what I'm saying? I think it should just go back to where I think I like the setup now with the wild card and the divisional series, which is cool. It keeps you interested. But when you start watering it down, does it really mean anything to get into the playoffs? Just like with high school football, they let every team in. A lot of people were upset about that. And I think that's the case here with baseball. Yeah. Well, how about this, too? I know, David, they're also talking about having at least one series against everybody, every team in the league. League. I think I think this. I personally think it's a good move, given the fact that it's a universe. You have the universal DH. I mean, I know I know there's probably people say, "Oh no, we gotta keep make it unique between both the American and National League." Well, problem is you don't have too many pitchers these days who can actually hit the ball too well. Which is why is uh, that? So, can I ask why is that? They're professional baseball players. Well, I think well. I think it's more so that uh, you're seeing you're seeing this happening in the high school days too, level two. The guys are a, are a PO. They're pitch only. Pitch only. 
mean tell me in high school yeah. they're only pitching only? Yeah, they yeah they ju- they just pitch. I've seen I've seen I've seen several in several several teams there are guys who who will pitch only. This happens it happens in college as well. So basically they're almost like specializing them because before back in the day in high school pitchers would hit. You know you know about by the time they got to college and and, and major league they, the pitcher doesn't hit, but at least the pitcher knew how to hit. Now they're doing pitch only in high school. Yeah, I I, I mean it's. I mean, look, I, I am I am I a fan of it? Not really, because I think you got. I like I like I like having five tool players, but you know, I I think it's just something that we're gonna have to live with. But back to the matter at hand, David, what do you think of having um, everybody everybody play every team at least for one series? I mean, that's that's perfectly fine. Like, I don't have a problem with teams, and that also gives an opportunity for certain teams to play all the teams that they normally wouldn't. Like, that's perfectly fine. Like, the universal DH rule, I think it should be, you know, whatever the home park is for that series. Mm-hmm. That's the rule, whether you're in the AL or the NL, is DH or no DH. I think that would be perfectly fine. But, yeah, if, if it's more opportunity for teams to be able to play each other that they never would, which means more strategy, because you now have to decide, okay, Oh, I've never seen this. I don't have any kind of history to base off of. I have to go by scouting and then just my raw talent and ability. I'd rather do that. Like that, I'm good with that. But yeah, just really quickly on that, the point about the kind of specialization. Like I hate to say it, but that's kind of a, a slight on baseball. It kind of progressive system, and then also the AAU travel ball, where these kids are kind of like from a young age, like middle school, high school travel ball, like, hey, you're just, if you want to be a pitcher, you got to focus only on pitching. If you want to be a hitter, you got to do this. Like there is no, like I was saying earlier, there is no multifaceted ability to the game. There is no versatility. It's you can only do one thing and then, and you know, that's it. Like whether that's good or bad, that's the only thing that you can do. And so I'm, that they're pitch, you know, it's just pitch only. I'm not surprised that it's, you know, hitters can only hit. You know, it's kind of like one of those things where you're just going to have to live with that as baseball in 2022 moving forward, that pitchers can't hit because they've been taught from, they've been told from a young age, like, hey, you just need to worry about your arm. Don't worry about this fielding thing. So I think, I think it's a combination, but yeah, I think it's, it's sad. I think it's sad too. I, I I agree with you. You can't you can't have it where they're just specializing. That's just that's not fair to them. Yeah, but I know. I just think baseball is on a sliding slope, and it's already hard enough for baseball players or for kids to want to play baseball because there's so many better options, and so you're already when you're limiting yourself in terms of the pool, at least domestically. So now it's just like more and more like you're changing the game, changing the game. It's like, shoot, leave this. I'll go play basketball or football. Yeah. So it's like, and then fans are going to be like, shoot, I'll watch basketball or football. And so kind of, you're just kind of, baseball, baseball is in a rough spot right now. Mm-hmm. It, it is, and and that's luck. Well, they were in a rougher spot if they would have been canceled a lot of games. So that's at least better for them. 
I don't know. Maybe this is just me thinking kind of sprout the moment. I think it may have been better for baseball had they not tried to bring back. Because then it's like a year of we're not – like you can we, – we can regroup. We can revitalize. We don't have this sore taste in our mouths. You can kind of come back to a new season fresh with whatever CBA. Because now the season is marked by a scandal, lockdowns, kind of all these other things. Now people are like, huh, like you've lost that momentum. So, I mean, obviously the players want their money and the players want to play. Oh, yeah. Like, and the, the owners don't care either way. No, the owners no. were going to get their money one way or the other. But, yeah, it's like, would it have just been better for them to just sit out this season? And, I mean, I don't know. That's, we'll never know. But um, I, I got to ask you this. But what if this would have dragged on? What would have happened? Let's say they didn't come up with anything and they kept canceling it. Or let's say they canceled the games all the way up to May. What would have happened? It would be the same as kind of before, like the baseball insiders and the commentators would have been putting out things about, you know, the future of baseball, where's baseball at. Mm. Um, but, yeah, the rest of the general public would have been like, yeah, that's all right. We have basketball. We have, you know, football. We have collegiate sports. Mm. We have soccer. Like, I, I don't – I think the baseball diehards would be upset. But outside of them, the casual fan is like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think like the casual fan is still like whatever. Yeah, it is, and it's and some people say the season's too long. I mean, it, I think <laughs> I think we're getting in a generation of attention span deficit. Where back in the day, people loved to have the long seasons and grind it out. You know, people were saying the NBA season's too long, the hockey season's too long, baseball's too long. I, I just think that. We just live in a, a world of just action packed. That's probably why a lot of people like football because it's short. It's in short bursts. The game is in short bursts. The the league regular season is in short bursts. But it's kinda interesting though that the league is talked about all year round though. Because they just find some type of way, some type of morsel to keep your appetite wet with football. And now you're getting these spring football leagues. Yeah, and I think also because at least in, like, with basketball and football, like, when it's the professional season, you also have the college season as well. So if there's not an NBA game on, mm-hmm. like, oh, there's a tilling matchup in college. So you're still getting the sport itself. Like, outside of the Blue Blood baseball program, which I guarantee – 99% of the viewers don't even probably know who the top five rated teams in the country are for college baseball. Like you're not watching those games. You're not watching a three or four game series for college basketball unless you're, you know, deeply, deeply invested or you work for an organization mm. at the scouting, tracking, uh, players, like reviewing or like things like that. Mm. So it's like, like, when baseball goes away, we don't think about it because, like, yeah, we'll make it winter meetings here or there, news story comes up. But we're not thinking about baseball until spring training. And even then, it's like, you know, a B story or after all of the college basketball and the pro basketball highlights, then they talk about spring training. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it, it's not the the top, like, it doesn't have top priority, whereas back in the day when people were really, you know, baseball was literally all we had. It's summer, boom. So, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of professional football. Yeah. So, yeah, times have changed, and baseball, again, was the America's pastime. Now it's just pastime for yeah. baseball to wake up and change. Right, and it's becoming the American laugher, but then again, though, you you know when team, things are desperate when you start doing stupid stuff with adjusting the rules. You know, pitch count's not bad. I, I can see that, you know, a pitcher clock, that's, that's a good rule, but I don't understand increasing the bases or getting rid of the shift. I can understand universal DH and all that, but um, hopefully some of the unwritten rules they kind of get lenient on like some people want to see the the guys do more bat flips and and more celebration and seeing more uh, celebrations. But you probably think that the old heads will probably be against that. Oh, definitely. And we're seeing even some like the the veterans that have been in the league, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 years. They're they're their interviews and conversations where they're like, hey, some like we like the energy from the young guys. And it's usually kind of young Latin guys where, I mean, their their flair is like dumb, like canceled out once they get to the, like the major league baseball system. Mm-hmm. But like they're like, yeah. But even then, like one or two of them are like, hey, it's good because you know that energy, that vibrancy, that life is there. And if mm-hmm. there's no life, then the game's just going to die off. Right. And that it's, is ar- true. it's already slowly dying off because the fan base is. Well, the fan base is, I think the average age of the of the, of the the Major League fan, I think, is like 45 or 48. <laughs> it's something way out there. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's pushing, you know, 45, it's almost, 50. Yeah, it's almost almost about 50. Yeah, because those are the ones that are usually taking their kids or grandkids to the minor league baseball games if they're in a minor league market or saving up for a major league baseball game. Well, the key word is saving up because a lot of people do complain that the tickets are too much. I mean, if you take a family of four, sometimes you're, you're paying almost a rent or house payment just to go see a a baseball game, you know, five or 600 guys for major league baseball. Now, a lot of people do the minor league route, but the minor league route is more for enjoyment. How many people are actually going to watch the baseball? You know, a lot of things at the mud hens, people are going there. Maybe they might see a future star, but most of the time, companies are just doing it, so hopefully it's a nice day in June and you can be out on the patio and watch a good game of baseball. Yeah, sure. I mean, even here with the Mets, like, we'll get a couple thousand, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what the highest attendance was. Last, or yeah, the last season that they had. Like, there's decent crowds, but yeah, it's usually uh, for promotional nights or, I mean, there's a lot of fireworks and Fireworks nights and stuff, and mm-hmm. kind of just those are the regional rivalries. But yeah, like if you look at just baseball in general right now, it's like who's who's going to the games, and from the ones that are going to the games, how many of them are like going because they actually enjoy baseball, or going like you said for just the experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Final thoughts, fellas. Well, hey, I'm just I'm just glad it's back. We didn't lose, end up losing any games. I think 
if there is one concern I have, it's a truncated spring training that could possibly lead to some injuries. But, you know, just hopefully guys can stay healthy, get to the season, and in five years we don't have to go through all this BS again. Oh, we will. Uh, you know we will. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Mm. Uh, David? I feel like an extra innings home run should be worth three runs. Mm. I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like the gimmicks are starting. So at this point, we might as well just have like a fan contest for best gimmick. You get yours immortalized written in the rule book, and you get like a customizable journey. I don't know. <laughs> or if you uh, eat, or if you're able to eat so many hot dogs, uh, dogs, then uh, you get, then you basically get to add one run for your team. <laughs> that would uh, be a gimmick. I was going to say, if, you know, if you hit for the cycle, then next, you know, the next game you start out with three runs. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's what's the next thing that that Major League Baseball is going to try to do. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, there's different thing, gimmicks that they all have all the time. You know, uh, obviously, no more seven inning double headers that go back to nine. If it's in extra innings, they're not going to have the guy starting on second base already. I mean, they, they've gotten rid of some of those. Which is just going to slow the game down even more. Which is already, you know. Three-hour game, but well, how are you gonna speed it up? I, then? Mean, I mean, they're saying that the pitch clock is definitely going to be the biggest, mm. biggest thing. Right. I think I think that's going to drop significant time. Other than that, I I don't know. Like, if your payroll is under two hundred million, you you know, you start out in the seventh inning with you know a six-run lead. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I. Okay. David, you still there? Yep. Okay, the light sound like you went out. All right, well, fellas, man, that, that, was, that was pretty good there. Got all your, your thoughts in and everything. Had to kind of record on this day because, Frank, you said on Saturday. What do you do on Saturday? Well, after I get done announcing my uh, championship game tonight, I'm going to be off to Cleveland for a couple of days to spend some time with friends and hopefully the Rocket men end up making it to the championship game. I know the women lost to Ball State, but... Hopefully the men can pull it out and uh, out uh, in the semifinals and get it done in the finals and punch their ticket to the big dance. So you're going to be chilling, huh? You got a nice weekend in Cleveland. Remember, fellas, when we used to go to Cleveland for the MAC tournament? Uh, oh, those were the days. Yeah, they were good days as well. David, what you got on deck? Uh, weekend in college. I mean, Syracuse is out, so I guess yeah. just watch the rest of the college basketball tournament. Uh, yeah, right I was draft. up on Rutgers right now. Yes, yeah, we know. We, we, I'm watching that right now. Yes, uh, fellas, like I said, man, enjoy the weekend. Uh, also, high school basketball regionals for uh, or for Ohio for boys state finals for girls. There's a local team in it. Um, you know, I'm always interested in watching some some great basketball. And then conference tournaments this weekend as well. So it's going to be a basketball bonanza. Try to make sure you don't get any rule changes. Yeah, that's maybe true. in high school you can get like a three-point shot worth four. I don't know. Well, yeah, you could. <laughs> you know, basically if you shoot the three and land on 
both legs, it counts as six points. I don't know. It's something just crazy like that, you know. Or if you double pump and go between your legs while shooting a layup, you get four Jesus points. <laughs> well, you get creative ah. points. Right. Or or okay, you now, now we're starting to make this like a space jam a new legacy. Or you know, in the middle of the fourth quarter, if your team is losing, you get to take the best player from the other team and they switch jerseys. Oh. Hey. And an automatic eliminating yeah. yes. score wins. Yeah, and the next oh, score gee, wins. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're just joking here. We we kid, we kid. All right, fellas, have a good weekend. All righty. Yep, David. I'll see you. Yep. That was David the Man, God Harris, and Frank Vashner. You've been listening to 88.3 WGTs. After further review, make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUT's at further review with a picture of Frank Vashner and the horse's head uh, for Frank and David, the man of God Harris. I'm Derek Lawson. We'll see you when you see you. You guys have a good weekend and enjoy all the basketball or whatever you do. We'll see you when you see you. Peace.